Max. Um, yes, so I've been asked to speak today. I've um, really enjoyed the process of um, putting something together to talk about. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Um, and yeah, I think for, I just want to say first of all that I think um, I probably underestimated the effort that it takes to uh, put together a talk and um, I <laughs> have a lot of, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot goes in. Yeah, I think it's, uh, um, what's the word? Admiration for, the, for, those, for, those who <laughs> for those who can put a talk together in, for 30 minutes. <laughs> takes quite a lot so um yeah i've, I've learned a lot and um excited to share about it with you um so today i was going to talk about pride um i think simply because i've wanted to explore the topic myself for quite a long time i don't remember having hearing a talk on the topic before um, and it's something that i've struggled with i'm sure a lot of other people have um in my life, so yeah, I decided to explore it. Hello, yeah, um, <laughs> explore it, see what God um, wanted to say, and um, try and put something together that I could share with you. Um, so, I think just first of all, I wanted to uh, let you know the definition of pride from the Oxford Dictionary. This is one of the definitions, and it's a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely, closely associated, or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. So I think first of all, obviously, um, it is easy for us all to have pride in our own achievements. For example, I am an Aston Villa fan. I've never missed any of their games. I'm not an Aston Villa fan, but that's just an example. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, another example could be um, I spend every single day in my garden. I'm so proud of how it looks every single day. We can also have pride in our experiences and our possessions. Um, perhaps an example of this is, um, no matter what happens, before I'm 60 years old, I'm going to own a holiday home in Cornwall. <laughs> um, and I think for me, um, I have pride in my own reputation. Um, I have pride in who I am seen um, by others. Um, of course, we also have um, the funny one, which is when we have pride in our own humility. Like Moses saying in Genesis, um, I am the, the most humble man. Or, Moses was the most humble man that ever walked the planet. <laughs> Another good example I thought was quite funny of um, in ourselves is when we read about the, um, the 
proud and condescending thoughts of the Pharisees in Luke. Um, when you're reading that verse, um, <laughs> you, can, you could say, oh, I'm so glad I'm not like the Pharisees. Um, and I think there's also this other thing that comes with pride which is not pride but it's I think it's stemming from the same um, struggle where we have a low self-esteem where we can't have pride in anything we do because it is simply not good enough it is all that we do is is not good and therefore this can't have pride in it but in the same way a lot of those things are worthy of being celebrated and are good things um, yeah. and I think most of the time all these things um, pride in ourselves pride in our experiences and our possessions um, they're kept hidden from others because for me having pride in my reputation I like to share the good things that I've done but the bad things that I've done I like to hide away and not talk about them this this struggle that I'm sure we all have is usually internal And unfortunately, the struggles that we have have a knock-on effect and we, I'm sure, in your own heart, you know what you're struggling with. And these things, I'm sure you know, can lead to consequences, things that happen that aren't good, that, that don't glorify God, and things that hurt people and um, hurt God again for my example when I choose not to tell people things it can hurt me, it can hurt others it can hurt God yeah, it's, I think it's quite plain to see that when we have pride in things it is it can lead to things that aren't always that good now the things themselves can be good having a lovely garden is wonderful supporting a football team is great And having a house in Cornwall is lovely. (laughs) But when it becomes um, Yeah, from, from all these things that I've described, It's easy for us to fall into the trap of giving them the glory, giving them the majesty, to put our trust and our hope and our hearts into ourselves and other people and these worldly things. And really, it's all about identity.
it's easy to hang on to our pride and our experiences and sometimes even our friends and family we put our identity in them so this is led me to ask the question, why does the world do this? Why do we do this? Why do we turn to putting our trust in things that we've done, in things that other people have done in these objects? And it's because all of these things make up our life. They're things we interact with day in, day out. They're things that bring joy, like a garden. They're things that bring peace. to him peace and, and they they make up who we are it seems like that they are all we've got um, which is why it is very hard for us it is for me sometimes I'm sure it can be for us all when we read Luke 17 verse 33 and let me just get it up Sorry. so Luke 13 verse 33 the first part of that is no, sorry. The second half of Luke 17, verse 33, reads, If you let your life go, you will save it. But all of these things that we put our trust in, put our hope in, these things that we put our pride in, if they are, if it seems like this is all we've got and it's who we are, no, Jesus, you don't understand. If we let go of these things, we have nothing. And if I, if I lose my garden, what, what, joy, what joy do I have? And if I lose my reputation, where am I in society? And in the first half of Luke 17, verse 33, it reads, If you cling to your life, you will lose it. So if we do cling to these things that we that make up who we are, who we, you know, that we put our pride in, then we will lose our life. And it, this is the the theme that runs through all of, it seems to run through all of Jesus' sayings that it's very counterculture, it's very counter-thinking. It's, it's not what you think. Um, so what is the answer? Well, of course, the answer, to put, the answer is to put our full identity in Jesus. I guess if you want to put, another, put it another way, is 
put our dignity in him. of dignity is the state or quality of being worthy of honour or respect and I think certainly God deserves the honour and respect in our garden he is the one who created all of the things within it he created the water the waters and the air that provides the carbon in our lives he is the one who is by our side every single day, who guides us and leads us. So I could stop there and just say that our we should turn away from pride and put our identity in him well, first of all actually I should say that um, that when we do turn away from him and we do um, put our will first that we put our pride first I'm so glad that Jesus died for us because in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 it says, therefore if anyone, is in, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold the new has come. I'm so glad that when we turn away from Jesus, when we turn back to him, he wipes the slate clean. We're made new. forgiven so I just want to finish with um, a story rather than telling you to just give up your pride and and, and carry on I just want to tell you that, that um, I've been working um, for a guy in near Breeden Hill, I work for an engineering company. Um, I, um, I've been working there for a year. Um, and recently, me and Pete and a few of us have been praying in the morning. And um, we pray for each other. And um, as part of that, I've been praying about my job and the project that I've been working on. And I've just been praying that God would guide the way through this job. It's, it's, it was a massive task. It was, I like to describe it as bringing something from nothing because um, at the start I, I didn't have a clue what was, how I was going to do it. And over this last month, God has led me 
and has guided me and has provided me with a solution, finished the project. And I'm now looking back at it to write a report on it and I'm thinking how on earth has I come to that conclusion because it's right and it works but I don't remember, I don't know how my brain did that. And it's obvious that God was there working alongside of me. And that experience of seeing prayer turn into accomplishment, to satisfaction and to, and to a successful project and by praising his name at the end. What it has given me is it's given me courage because I now know that when I come across difficult situations that I can simply pray to him, pray to God and he will guide me and he will be there for me and he will provide when I don't look at a situation as an area to build up my own um, pride. That I don't take on the project as my own. I give it to God. We hand our hand it over to God. He will provide. And that gives me so much courage that all the things we step into in life he he will be there he will provide and even though it, it might take a month it's he listens to us and he answers our prayers so yeah it, uh, I think this is a big topic and I don't think I've answered, I don't think I've, I've described it as best as I could have done and there's so much more. Um, this is just uh, yeah, sharing what I felt about this topic. Um, we're going to have a time of prayer during the next song and if you'd like to um, yeah, you have to humble yourselves to be prayed for by some youth. <laughs> um, but no, we, we'd love to pray for you um, about anything you're struggling with in terms of pride. And I'd love to pray to, for courage in, in things that you're struggling with. Um, so the next song is Good, Good Father. Before we sing, um, Rebecca Dean um, said she would read a psalm for us. Um, as you listen to the psalm, just um, maybe you want to close your eyes or just breathe deeply and, and think about what it says. Um, if, if you would like prayer, just raise your hand and we can come to you. And some of us can pray for you if you'd like. Thank you. Um, Psalm 8, God's glory and human dignity. O Lord, our Lord, your greatness is seen in all the world. Your praise reaches up to the heavens. It is sung by children and babies. You are safe and secure from all your enemies. 
you stop anyone who opposes you. When I look at the sky which you have made, at the moon and the stars which you set in their places, what are human beings that you think of them, mere mortals that you care for them? Yet you made them inferior only to yourself. You crowned them with glory and honour. You appointed them rulers over everything you made. You placed them over all creation, sheep and cattle and the wild animals too, the birds and the fish and the creatures in the seas. O Lord, our Lord, your greatness is seen in all the world. <laughs> 